from Foursquare Gospel Church, Kariki, Abuja, Nigeria, the Assembly of the Highly Favored People, we bring to you an episode on Doing What Jesus Did with Rev. Isaac Komolafe. Doing What Jesus Did is a divine recipe for daily living. And now, ministering is Rev. Isaac Komolafe. Be blessed as you listen. times there are so much unrest everywhere in the world we need some form of encouragement especially from the word of god and that's why i'm here this morning to encourage you and we titled this presentation doing what jesus did doing what jesus did and this will be coming to you every monday every wednesday every friday 10 a.m in the morning and I know the Lord will bless you. Invite your friends, invite your neighbors, invite people to connect with us online. And I know the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Uh, doing what Jesus did. If Jesus were to be here during this period of our crisis, what would Jesus be doing? And that's why I want to look at the Word of God and also bring Jesus into your situation, into your life, into whatever you're going through. In fact, the fact that Jesus uh, came to this world and he lived his life, he finished his work and he went back to the Father. When he was going, he said, I will not leave you as an orphan. I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit that will continue the work of, that I started to do the work of redemption, the work of uh, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, the work of breaking healing and comfort to everyone that is in need. So therefore this morning, I want to read from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4. Gospel of Luke, chapter 4. I'm reading from verse 14. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the region. And he taught in the synagogues, being glorified by all. Verse 16. He came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was under the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Now, before I continue, I want to let you know what happened before the passage. He was tempted by the devil in preparation for a ministry that we bring redemption to the world. He was tempted. The Bible says he returned in the power of the Spirit. He was filled with the power of God so that he be able to accomplish what God has commissioned him to do. From where we read, the Bible says he went, he came to Nazareth and he went to the synagogue on that Sabbath day. And as he came, he was handed over a scroll which was the book of Isaiah, and he made some proclamation, declaring the purpose why he came to this world. And that's where I want to begin to read here from verse 18. Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me. There's no one that we can, can give you comfort that you need apart from the Spirit of God. 
and the Holy Spirit have been, have been given because when Jesus was going, he said you shall, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The power will not come, the comforter will not come until the Spirit comes upon you. And he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set a liberty to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then what happened thereafter? Verse 20 says, Then he closed the book and gave it to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all were in this, in this all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. The eyes of everyone was fixed upon because he made a declaration. He said, Today, this prophecy of Isaiah has come to fulfillment in my life. He said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. And I want to tell you, God is here with the Spirit. I also have the Spirit of the Lord upon me. That's why I will stand and also make a declaration to you today that be encouraged whatever you are going through in life. I speak to you in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of the Lord that be encouraged. Don't give up. Don't think that this is the end of the road for you. God has a purpose for you. And Jesus also announced that I have a reason for coming to the world. I have a mission to accomplish. And he said two things here. He said to preach the gospel of the kingdom. To preach the good news. The gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom is the is good news. If there's going to be good news, there must be bad news. What the whole world is going through today is the bad news we are talking about. But there is a good news. And the good news comes through Jesus Christ. For the people in the world, for the people around you, maybe because they don't have hope of tomorrow. That is why they are getting despair, they are getting discouraged, they are getting cast down. But you, if you have hope in Christ, you won't be despair, you won't be hopeless, we won't live as if everything ends here. I want to tell you, in as much that we are still in this world, what kind of evil, what kind of terrible thing will continue to happen because this is not our home, this is not the pastor. We will do the best we could do in this world. I want to thank God for everyone that is putting his best to ensure that this condition of our world is improving. But the truth is that as we are solving one problem, the other one is coming up. And that's why you must have your hope in God. And that's why I'm bringing this hope to you. Jesus said, the reason why I came is to bring you good news. That is a place for you. And that's the gospel that Jesus was bringing about, the good news. The good news, the gospel. The good news is that there's a place. Everything does not end here or not. There's a place. Jesus was proclaiming to everyone that in my father's house, there are many mansions there. If it were not, I would have told you. I said, I'm going to prepare a place where there will be no sicknesses, where there will be no pain, where there will be no coronavirus, where there will be no arm robbers, where there will be no breaking of homes, where there will be no virus of any kind anywhere. That is the good news. So don't live your life as everything ends here or not. I want to have hope of eternal life. That is what Jesus came to do. That's what we are telling you. For you to be able to move forward in your life, you need to understand that. That after all, everything does not hear any or not. Jesus said, I came to proclaim the good tidings, the good news of the kingdom of God, the good news of the kingdom. And the good news also includes to serve, to heal the brokenhearted, 
to set your prayers free and to proclaim the acceptable years of the Lord. And also, when you hear, when you accept this good news, that is what brought Jesus to the world. In fact, that is the reason why he came, so that he can have a kind of a change of his life for our life. The life of Adam before he committed sin in Genesis chapter 3, he came to live the life that we ought to live. And that's why I call you onto this life of the kingdom. Live kingdom life. Live kingdom life. Before we pray for you this morning, when you are here on earth, where you are going through your activities and all that you are doing, I want to tell you your words, what you confess every day is very, very important. The words, your word, our word dominates our lives. And I want to tell you that again, that your word dominates your life. So if you have accepted the gospel of the kingdom, then your world must change. What you pronounce, what comes out of your mouth must change. Also, some people that they live on today is bad news from various places, over this virus, that what they just feed themselves with. Will you please feed yourself with good news, with the word of God, and you'll be happy you did. So your word, we will never rise above the confession of our lips. We will never rise beyond the confession of our lips. So therefore, what are you saying now, really? What are you confessing? What are you declaring? The Bible says from the book of Proverbs chapter 6, verse 12, verse 2, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 12 says, you are the words of your mouth. You are taken captive by the words of your mouth. Captive, that is, you are controlled. You are you are guided, you are piloted by what you say. What are you saying? Say things that will honor God in your life. Say things about the word of God that you believe. Say things about the kingdom. Say things about what you believe must happen to you. Your faith is vital to everything that is uh, around you. And your confession is vital to your faith. Faith comes through increased hearing of the word of God. The role of your confession it's very, very important. If you read the book of Romans chapter, eight, chapter 10, Romans chapter 10, verse 8 to 10 says, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach, that if you confess what with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from, from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession made unto salvation. So therefore, I want to tell you that you should confess the word of God and it will be well with you as you confess this word in Jesus' name. I want to pray for you right now. I want to bow your head. I want to ask you to, I want to ask to pray that God will come to your situation and I will ask God to bless and grant you healing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for everyone hearing this today and watching this, our broadcast, doing what Jesus did. Jesus came with the good news and I brought the good news of the day today. As many that have accepted this good news today, Father, save their lives, deliver them in the name of Jesus. And I pray for those who are sick right now, those who are sick, maybe in the hospital or wherever they may be. Jesus came to bring healing to the sick and a command healing power God upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, 
be healed now, be made whole in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you for listening. We believe you have been blessed by today's message. For prayers, counseling, and online services, you can connect with us on our different social media platforms and Mixler. You can also help us reach others by partnering with us and giving online. All through www.fosquaregariki.contactin.bio. Do not forget to subscribe to get more messages like this. Join us again for another amazing episode. Always remember, God loves and cares for you.